0: hello everyone and welcome back to the barely bookish podcast we are once again talking about the little women movie the ni- 2019 2019 not 1989 what was that i think it's because next week our episode is 1984 so that's what just broke my brain for a second there so if you want to read 1984 please be sure to do so before next week so you can avoid spoilers um, and you know get the full experience i guess I don't want anyone to ever get spoilers, so please be sure to read before next week. Unless you don't care about spoilers, then live to your heart's content, do whatever you want. It's a free world. Um, yeah. So, Nineteen Eighty-Four is next week. We'll have quite a few episodes on that. Uh, some other cool, fun housekeeping things. We are, uh, we do have a Patreon account now, so if you want to help support this podcast, um, I would really appreciate it. It's over. Um on patreon at barely bookish we also stream on twitch so if you like pikmin and soon zelda breath of the wild and also among us we do among us on fridays every day at 6 p.m eastern or every week i guess at 6 p.m eastern and then the rest of the schedule is kind of chaotic so to know when i'm streaming just go over to twitch.tv slash barely and then you will get the first notifications whenever I do go live, or if you check Twitter, that's when I will announce what days I'm going live. Um, So yeah, that's basically all I have for you guys. Um, We are once again joined by Kendra and Jess from the West Coast Booksters podcast on this episode. They aren't here for this little intro just because um, uh, this episode was really, really long and I thought it was going to just be one episode, but it was too long. So it became two episodes so that's why they're not here, but I'm sure they would say hi, and I hope you all enjoy this episode, and without further ado, we're going to get right into Little Women. um okay so anyways moving on um she didn't tell mr bear that she was leaving and in this movie they made it super dramatic so that she left right after that big fight they had like literally hours after they had that giant fight and then she just is like peace stay down and then leaves and i'm like okay but why like i guess that makes it more like it makes more sense that he didn't contact her they sped up this timeline a lot too like there was supposed to be like a three-year break between her conversation and flirting with Mr. Bear to when they he returns, and like they made it so that it was like two weeks.
1: That's and cutting out all,
0: cutting out all the boring bits. I know they're like, ah, eh, she doesn't need to be single that long. Anyway, speed it up, speed it up. But send I was send like, them to okay. the beach
1: for two days.
0: Literally, I know. I'm, I'm make really it more confused. like a house
2: vacation. Or should we wait till the very end to talk about this part? Because I was really confused at the end. <laughs> we'll talk about it when I get there. I'm trying okay. to stay in order. It's not working, but you know, it's fine.
0: <laughs> um so and then in this, Aunt March originally does ask Joe. And she says, Oh, you'll come with me next time I go to Europe. And Joe's like, Oh, cool, great. Like that'll be so much fun. And then like Aunt March is like, JK, never mind. Amy, let's go. Like, what? No wonder that Joe's absolutely like distraught about this. Like, if she's really thinking, oh, you know, we've had a conversation, I'm going when she goes, and then Aunt March is just like just kidding, I am not gonna do that anymore. Like for what?
1: I think this also falls under because it's Joe narrating uh and they didn't cover the fact that Beth got sick with scarlet fever and Amy had to be removed from the house because that kept, basically, that was quarantining them since all the other girls had had scarlet fever and they had to get Amy out. So she went and lived with Aunt March.
0: Yeah, for like a day in the book, in the movie, I mean.
1: Right, yeah. It showed one day of her painting. Yeah. And their little, their conversation that, it was like, okay, that was... Okay. so random yes <laughs> literally and then ta-da the, the wedding and there they go
0: yeah and like the thing too is in the book like the entire time amy's there aunt march has her doing chores and then like now it's like oh amy you're just painting and when you have a pre moment can you come spend some time with me and amy's like oh sure auntie and then it's like okay yeah i guess that amy just gets the picture perfect life and then her aunt being like, you have to be the one to provide for the rest of your family and marry rich, young, sweet 10-year-old. Um, you just dropped her to 10. <laughs> she just gets younger and younger. I I mean, you have no idea how old she's supposed to be. Like, the thing is that this conversation took place when she was like she's somewhere between like 12 to 14. So she's like a kid, you know? And like telling a kid, hey the rest of your sisters are garbage. So you should probably start getting married because you're the only one that's pretty. I'm like, hey, okay, pedophile aunt. Um, That's not a great conversation to have with a
2: impressionable child. Okay, great. I'm glad you did that. For what reason? Amy's face was priceless during that moment. She's like, wait, what? (laughs) Amy's like, who me? And then her aunt was like, oh, and by the way, if you're a good girl, you get my ring. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Great. Love that. For some reason, I don't understand. So that happened. Anyways, um, them playing Parliament in that movie was so extra with all their, like, voices and, like, jo- uh, Laurie, I mean, jumping out of the closet and them being like, hum, 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 hum with their little pipes and i just thought it was so funny but it's even funnier because they didn't de-age anyone so at that time like um meg is supposed to be like max 16 and like this entire thing's coming around and it's like all these 20 to 25 year olds playing like this and i was like okay sure sounds great
1: i did i felt that was accurate on how they would have play acted like that mm-hmm. um but that scene with not de-aging the actresses and Amy's scene with her hand and as she's like, as they're leaving the house and she's waving her hand, thank you for my hand. I'm like, you are like, she, the actress did a yeah. good job portraying a much younger child, but it looked awkward.
0: It does look really awkward. Yeah. Or it's just like, there's a couple scenes where like Amy's like throwing a small temper tantrum and it's like, it's weird because the actress is like 20 you know, so it looks really weird. And then, you know, you have to remember, oh, she's supposed to be 12, you know? She's supposed to be a baby, a child, an infant, if you will. And they have this older actress just playing it, and it's just really, really weird.
2: I don't know. I see tempered tantrums online all the time of older women. They yeah, call them a- Karens. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> There's that's, some who say... now. Yeah. There's some who say karen <laughs> i don't know um them playing parliament to me it was weird but back whenever this was supposed to be done i don't know what was it, 1800s 1700s i could imagine that because yeah. no tv no internet what are you gonna do dress up like a man that sounds totally sane i mean i'd I think wear I would pants that.
0: i'll tell you that right now i think you i would like that in liners. public
2: what? just to get around
0: Wear pants in public?
2: Yeah, like, put a mustache on, wear pants in public, nobody bothers you. Literally. No like, if you're at a at woman end. walking around public, I don't even think, could you even do that back then without an escort? Walk with, no, you had to have an escort. Yeah, see, I would just put on pants. Exactly. Put all my hair in a hat.
1: If you were caught, you would have been um, arrested and sent to, sent to a sanatorium.
2: Yeah. Call yourself Lou. Ugh.
1: No, Kendra would have to call herself Ken.
0: <laughs> <There you go. laughs> oh my goodness. I'd love it. Yeah, I would just... Because like their dresses have like eight pieces and I'm just not feeling it. Not ready. Not interested in the slightest in that at all. Oh, so then in this, they actually address the fact like one of my biggest gripes is the fact that they did not ask Amy to come home to see her sister dying like that was something that really bothered me in the book i'm like that's your sister like cut your vacation short come home see her and they like didn't really address it in the book like why they didn't say anything but in the movie they were like oh beth says like don't like don't tell her like just let me pass it's not going to change anything she's here or not but like it still really bothers me that they like chose that like Amy deserves to say goodbye and say what she wants to her sister.
1: They put the two younger girls in separate bubbles. Like Beth was their, they had always called Beth their angel, mm-hmm. um, even in real life. And then Amy was her own in her baby bubble. Yeah. They were, it was like they were all pr- purposely or subconsciously making sure she had this little perfect world
2: mm-hmm.
0: for some reason. Yeah. I know. And they're like, oh, she can't be tarnished by this sad, circumstance but it's like it's still her sister i don't understand why they were like oh you know whatever don't think about her too much
1: right let's just drop the bomb on her you know when beth actually does die yeah you didn't even prepare for this i know
0: like they didn't even tell her in the movie that she was sick like i think they hinted that she was kind of sick in the book but they didn't even say anything in the movie and they're like hey by the way your sister's dead there's that it's like Okay, well,
1: at the same time in the movie, they weren't covering that Aunt March was getting sick while in Europe,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so her health was suddenly declining, and they did just did, like didn't show her after that. It felt like she disappeared. Oh, her health's declining, ta da, Joe. You get the house, wait, what?
0: Yeah, literally. And then she gets the house before she's even with Mr. Bear League. Like, this was supposed to be a whole thing that happens like a couple of years later and they're like hey aunt is kind of sick also now she's dead here you go joe want a mansion like i know you live alone and you're single but you have a mansion now like what and they didn't even say that um like it sounded like in the movie that she left it to whoever wanted it because um meg says oh this house is too big for me Amy's like me and Lori already got one like we don't need a house and beth's you know rip um so joe's like sure i'll take the house whatever but it's like in the book she directly gave it to
2: joe i thought that's why she did give it to joe is because amy already had one meg already had one beth died and even Wait, if she comment. didn't die she could have just lived with old man lawrence
1: the comment in the movie is Joe says, Meg, I don't understand why she didn't give it to you. You have a family. And that's when Meg said, it's too big of a house for me to manage. Hmm.
0: Okay, I thought for some reason that she like left it open-ended. And I was like, that's weird. But that makes more sense then. Um, oh, and then so I was like hoping that we were going to leave out Amy destroying Joe's writing, but no. No, we did not. That still happens. And then Amy still drowns.
2: Well, she doesn't drown.
0: She almost does. Like she's pretty close. Like she can't seem to swim for some reason. So <laughs> no, it's freezing
1: cold, and your muscles seize up. And she, she had got a lot, lot
2: of dresses on.
1: Yes,
0: a lot. Yeah. She's doing like some sort of jumping action, though. So I think she was like kind of close to the bottom. She like goes down and comes back out. Right. Goes down.
1: Yeah. Well, again, they didn't de-age her. Yeah. Of course she could
0: reach the bottom. I know. So I don't think she was, like, swimming. I think she was just kind of jumping, like, going down, jumping back up. Also, so they did not show, like, how you're actually supposed to get out of ice, which I thought was kind of weird. Like, they allowed, so basically, for ice, you know, you have to fully spread out to cover as much surface area as possible. The weird thing to me is that when you show Laurie getting Amy out, he puts his arms on the edge and then they like cut and then they ha Amy out and she's like, <laughs> and like here you go, Amy, you're alive. But I'm like, um, we would have just lost Lori there because that the ice footage is just broken again. So there's that. It doesn't need to be accurate. I guess not. I I think I'm just reading too much into it, but I was like, huh, okay, weird.
2: I don't do ice, so I don't know anything. I watched Bear Grylls, and I've seen him come out of ice, and I think what he did was he's like, you have to find a place where the ice is still packed hard that's not Mm going to fall in, so you have to keep swimming to the edge and just keep kind of trying to crawl out until the ice stops breaking. And then you, you just keep crawling.
0: Yeah, you can do that, or you put your arms straight out your sides like T posing, and then you kick your back legs and let your body glide onto the ice from just your momentum of your back legs, and you take up as much surface area as possible. That way, you like don't get hypothermia. You know, trying to find sick guys. And this is
1: this is all in case you know the the water is s- still and you're not on flowing water yeah because that just sweeps you under
0: at that point if you're in ocean I don't have any more tips you know I live in Florida now like
2: I don't need any of these anymore like we don't have ice yeah I'm in Vegas so don't listen to us
0: (laughs) you know my understanding of this is like I wanted to go ice fishing once so I watched some YouTube videos and then I was like "Mm, okay maybe I don't want to do this anymore
1: uh no it's so cold I was around ice fishing holes in montana yeah and the puget sound hasn't frozen over in decades
2: Mm
1: -hmm. so moving on what do we know (laughs) (laughs)
0: literally anyways you know your lack of snow experts here uh my next comment is beth looks awful (laughs) they did a really good job at making her very sick and like scrawny and like dark
2: eyes under the i honestly don't remember beth (laughs) at all
0: I mean that's kind of fair. <laughs> She's like in it for like three seconds, and then they're like, She's dying, and you're like, Oh, okay.
2: The nice only one you. I really remember is Amy, and that's because she was my favorite in the movie. Yeah, she had a there was she was a really good actress, I think. Also. She just threw a lot of temper tantrums and then she tells Oriol. So I'm like, Yes, come on, get girl. And then she tells
0: Lori off, like every time she sees him and I'm like, How did they fall in <laughs> love
2: again? That sexual tension. That they did not have in the book. Okay. Literally though. <laughs> um, So
0: then we're at Meg being at a ball. So they had her go to a coming out ball instead of saying at Sally May's like she was supposed to. Like, I was like, okay, weird. Because none of the girls went to coming out parties, or balls or anything and then they're like you're gonna go to your first coming out ball now and Meg's like okay and then they call her Daisy the entire time and I was like that didn't happen in the book like they didn't call her Daisy and I was like why is this happening that's not even close to Meg Meg's already a nickname so for what reason
2: I thought they were trying to hide her identity was that what they were doing
0: no they're just being meanies
2: I thought they were trying to hide her identity like, oh, don't call her Meg because then they're going to know where she comes from. Let's call her Daisy so they can't figure out where she's from. No, I think the girls were just being petty, to be honest. Because she was the country bumpkin. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So they were just calling her, like, Daisy because they're like, Meg's ugly. You're ugly. Your name's Daisy now.
2: All right. I didn't get that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I just think they were just being mean girls, to be honest. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was supposed to be mean, but I yeah. thought the whole reason, because I think Lori goes up to her and he's like, why are they calling you Daisy? That's not your name. And, yeah. she and she's was like, like, oh, it's just name they call me. Yeah. And so that's when I was like, oh, maybe they're trying to hide her, like where she comes from. So they don't think that, oh yeah, I hang out with this country. No, cause she was at a coming out ball instead of being at Sally Mae's house. So like, this is all the girls her age around
0: the country are coming to this ball now.
2: Yeah, I thought she was just at a sleepover. No.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she was in the book, but in the movie, for some reason, they're like, yeah, never mind, forget that. She doesn't have friends anymore. So I don't know why, but that was a thing for some reason. (laughs) Okay, so then the next thing is Joe's haircut. It is so bad. Like, I thought in the book they just, like, shaved it. But no, they, like, try and give her a little bit of hair left, but give her absolutely no style. So it's, like, almost this weird, like, if you were going for a skater boy haircut, but your barber was blind and had a shaky, shaky hand and, like, didn't know what skater boys were, and you showed him one picture, and then he looked at it, blinked for three seconds, and then threw the photo away. That's what right. that haircut looked like. How did he
1: look at it? He's blind.
0: <laughs> okay, you described it to him and he's like, I can do this. There you go. You took out all the good parts. It's just the hair. He said, so I like this part and this <laughs>
2: part. <laughs> <laughs> you have a knot. A you
1: have a knot right here. We'll just cut her out
0: I know. It was so bad. That was the ugliest haircut I've ever seen. Like, the boys don't even have that bad of a haircut. Like, I was okay. I was like, okay, she's just gonna shave her head. You know, that'll be cute. Like, she can pull it off. And then they're like, just kidding. Not for you. It was like, you know how everyone who cut their hair in a pixie cut over quarantine and now they're waiting for it to grow out? She, It's in the grow out phase. And then Lori says to amy it's like do not marry fred and amy's like huh that's funny don't say that to me because i've literally loved you my entire life i was like whoa 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 amy slow your roll that's a little bold for you but okay
2: that made sense to me though because it was the only boy that they ever knew that they were around he was handsome Mm -hmm. and she was always jealous of what joe had so yeah
0: i'm not surprised that amy loved her the entire loved him sorry the entire time like it's not surprising i'm not shocked it's just i was surprised that she was that bold when she's supposed to be like the prim and proper one i was like okay wild
1: you know sometimes you just reach that limit and you're like that's it that's That's how i got my husband (laughs) mood (laughs) yep Uh,
0: yeah she just was like and Laurie's just like okay <laughs> and, and then she rejects fred and then comes home and her aunt's like oh yeah laurie's back in london and she's like uh i just told fred i wouldn't marry him so because she's like oh me and Lori are gonna get married now and then it's like nope psych fake news yeah he leaves
1: on the yeah. flip side her outburst and then the way that they portrayed it in the movie and he
0: suddenly kisses her in public i was like
2: whoa yeah
0: literally when they like get back together at the end and he's just like amy's like really sad and then he just like grabs her face and kisses her i was like
1: uh yeah. both of them are like completely unconventional
0: <laughs> yeah i was like all right okay this is happening now i guess that's a thing i just witnessed sounds good to me i don't know yeah and the way that it's described a little bit later
1: on everything was just moving so fast yeah yeah yeah,
0: it definitely was because you were like gonna marry someone else and then immediately like not even like four days later he's like peace out i'm going to london and then she's like oh i'm distraught and then he's like hey let's get married now and she's like yeah okay (laughs) All I could think was um, when they were
1: explaining, well, things were just moving so fast. I'm like, yeah, because you were on a train and then probably a ship. Had to have been a ship mm-hmm. to get back home. Oops, you're in my room. <laughs> we should. There's one bed. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's how fast they
2: moved. Hmm. Hmm. I think that
0: uh, we should have gotten some sweet, sweet. Writing about that, but no, we had to stick with Joe the entire time, bland and boring.
1: I know all that's that smut, and it was like she was so is that like aromantic or something? She has no attraction,
0: yeah. I don't know if that's the word, but it sounds with right to me. 60 year old man, Mr. Bear. Bruh. That man was <laughs>
2: handsome as the day is long. i Yeah, because that one was handsome, not the one in the book. Okay? He's 35. 35. In, in the book, they made him sound like he was 80. And he was even, a teacher. I, don't know, I like, don't know what to say to you. I don't know what to say to you. She on was a also a teacher. Yeah. Yeah, but He's she also- was like 20. He was He's like... only 35. 104. Oh my gosh. Oh <laughs> my gosh. I <laughs> no, don't know. We're jumping
0: around, so I'm just going to whatever. There was so many
2: flashbacks. I don't know where I am. Okay, ever- so now, okay.
0: We are at Meg's wedding. Meg's wedding is super cute. I was like, love it. Small fairy tale, little idealistic wedding. But then they tell... At the wedding, they tell Amy, hey, you're going to come and spend Europe with me. And then Amy's like, oh, this is so great. I'm going to run and tell Joe. And Joe's like, uh. She was,
1: she was telling Marmy. Joe just happened to be next to her. True.
0: Yeah. But I'm like, this is a weird conversation to have at a wedding. Like, oh, by the way, you know, this isn't important enough. Let's uh, also plan a trip to
2: Europe right now. That yeah, was- but that was just Amy's way.
0: Mm-hmm. I guess it's Aunt March's way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Oh, but yep.
1: remember, Aunt March didn't get married. So,
2: True. so, it doesn't matter to her.
1: Meg just disappointed her.
2: Yeah. And Meg mm-hmm. had just disappointed because they were fighting like towards the end whenever she was la- leaving. She was like, oh, be prepared to be poor for the rest of your life. And Meg was like, well, at least I'll be happy. Yeah. yeah I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but you skip the part when daddy comes home. You guys don't watch this show, but daddy. Yeah was in uh Breaking Bad and uh, he yes. also in Better Call Saul so when he comes that's home- what I
0: knew him from I was trying to figure I was like why do I know this man and I was like I've seen you so many times I don't know who you are better Call so Saul.
2: When he comes home my husband's like is that no <laughs> he played in this movie and I'm like what are you talking about and then I look up and there's There's Better Call Saul, and I'm like, oh, no. This, no. That doesn't work for me. (laughs) The way they made him look absolutely
0: ancient in this movie, too. And I'm like, he's supposed to be, like, max.
2: Like, 40,
0: 50, maybe.
2: Full of morals, has Better Call Saul in it. The, like, shady lawyer that you call when you want to get out of trouble.
0: Literally. Now I
2: understand why Mr. Lawrence and Mr. Bear were his companions. Oh, God.
0: Your hate train of every man in this book really gets to me. Well, <laughs> like anyone that's you. older than 20, out of the book.
2: I don't hate Laurie. He's not older than 20. Well, kind of he is. He's like max 21. I don't 21. hate looking at Mr. Bear in the movie. I just hate him in the book because he's like 80 and then he goes after Joe who has no interest in him at all. The eye roll I just gave you was fully deserved.
1: He, just, he gets older, Amy gets younger.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: Every time we talk about Mr. Bear, he gets another 20 years out to his life.
2: Well, they said he had gray hair, and that's when you get gray hair.
0: I don't know. I got my first gray hair at 11, so...
2: Well, that technically you'd be like 35. No. <laughs>
0: Yeah, according to Little Women, I could be 12, so. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, Lori's proposal to Joe is the most extra thing I've ever seen in my entire life. They're like screaming at each other and she's like, we will never be happy. And he's like, but I love you. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) They're doing it on like a hillside and Lori storms off and Joe falls to the ground and cries and I'm just like, what's going on here like this was supposed to happen in like laurie's backyard he was like hey do you want to get married in laurie oh uh, joe's like no and he's like
2: i'm gonna die now was beth still alive when meg had her wedding
1: yes oh in the movie yes it but was. i don't remember in the story
2: she was right i think I don't, I don't know. know. All I remember is in the movie, old man Lawrence goes and asks Aunt March to dance. And she's like, oh no, that's not happening. And I'm yeah. like, maybe if you would have danced with him, he wouldn't have been after your niece. <laughs> so true. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: okay. Okay. Um, okay, and then so in the movie, Laurie brings Amy and Aunt March home because aunt march is ill instead of him being like oh i had to marry amy to bring amy home and i was like okay sure sounds good to me i guess i don't know and then the passionate kissing And then Joe writes a letter to Lori saying that she's like, I didn't mean to actually turn you down. What if we got married now? Ask me again. And like, they're also flashing to like them being Amy and Lori being engaged and married now. And then they're like Joe putting
2: the letter in the post and I'm like, Oh, this is going to go horribly wrong here. Like, I don't know why they didn't develop that part of the story. How great would that have been if Lori had gotten that letter? I would have been so
0: uncomfortable. It would have ruined the relationship between Amy and Joe. I think, honestly.
2: Exactly. That was it, what I was waiting for. You don't know how bad I wanted that to. I was like, oh my God! Is there drama about to happen? I was like,
0: no, please, no. I don't want to see it.
2: Because you 100% know he would have left Amy for Joe in a heartbeat.
0: I don't know why they know.
1: added that in. I mean, obviously. I don't know either. He didn't get the letter, and the the post box was mentioned in one of the flashbacks they all got a key but then they never used it
2: literally yeah, that, that was like a huge part of this the book too mm-hmm.
1: oh yeah i mean it was the boring part but they were trading letters constantly and they never show yeah. it until the end of the movie oh i i put my letter in there i'm like
2: really yeah no you yeah. almost wouldn't have known like had i not read the book and i would have saw that part i would have been like what is this is she a mm-hmm. mailman now like what is going on
0: yeah yep. It's very strange. And it's just like, also in the book, I really, I was pretty sure it was like a garden, like a little greenhouse. They were putting these letters in and they had a slot. Like, I didn't think it was an actual mail. I thought it was a hedge wall in
2: between their two. Yeah, I
0: thought it was built into the hedge wall, but it was like a little greenhouse thing that they were using as like a mail room.
2: I just remember one part of the book. Laurie was like, "I was looking into Joe's window, and blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Your house is like so fucking far." In I the movie. know. I <laughs> like, yeah, in the book, they're like
0: basically they're like two feet apart, and Laurie's like, "Hello," <laughs> and then in the movie, he's like trekking it. It's a mile away. He's putting on his like work boots, and he's like, "I'll make it home eventually." <laughs> It's just like he's like looking up at Joe's window as he's like walking back to his house, and then he's like, "Gotta get my step count. I'll just walk into my backyard and I'll 10,000 to get a ten thousand steps again." It was just kind of funny to me because it's like there's no way he could have possibly have seen, and like that scene where he sees all of the march girls go and marching to the Hummels. They're just like in their dining room eating, and they like look out and are all on the. And then it's like later on, they're like scratch that you uh saw that previously. It's actually a trek to get to that house. There's no way you can look in to any of the windows. So, okay, so then you know Joe arrives home well Gloria arrives home joe is sitting on the couch and he's like oh hey by the way me and amy are married and she's like i didn't even know you guys are engaged and he's like oh yeah we got engaged and then we immediately got married in like three minutes um sorry you couldn't be there but like but things were moving so fast and I So was like, fast and i was like yeah yeah they were because she was about to marry someone else also she didn't tell her entire family that she was supposed to marry fred that conversation never happened so like, as far as they know, Amy was just gallivanting around trying to, you know, hang out, apparently marry anyone that the wind blew the right way. She was going to get married. Um, so that happened.
1: Right. Their their baby of the family leaves on just a European vacation. No big deal.
0: Yeah. And comes leaves back. at like the age of like 14, comes back. She's like, hey, I'm married now. That happened. Right, ta-da, ta-da. I know uh, Beth died, but as soon as Beth died, I was like, "May as well get married." Um, So there's that. He consoled me. He consoled me. I cried, and then we said our vows and got married.
1: (laughs) Uh. (laughs) I like okay, you know, no big deal, and it you know works out. But then at the
0: the final clip, baby. I know. Literally, we're going to talk about that when we get to the final yeah. end. But I was like, okay. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so Joe is like, oh, great. I'm so happy you guys are married. Uh, BRB, I'll be right back. And then like runs to the letterbox, like no brisk walking. She like probably sprints. She grabs the letter out, rips it up, throws it into a lake. And she's like, I have no emotions anymore. Never mind. Bye. There goes my heart. Yeah, they made it seem like she actually learned to love Lori instead of her being just lonely, you know? She was, like, actually legitimately depressed.
2: She did learn to love Lori. I 100% think think that she loved that man with all of her heart. No, no.
0: You're telling me. You would even look in the presence of Lori when you got Mr. Hunk, Frederick Bear, looking beautiful with chocolate brown eyes, curly hair, and a beautiful, wonderful accent. You're telling me you would still look at scrawny old Lori, who looks like he's fifteen years old, maximum.
2: He wasn't there though.
0: Mr. Bear wasn't there. And according to the book, he was like a beautiful man existed. If I knew this beautiful, gorgeous man existed, I would look at Lori and be like, laurie'd be like i love you joe like Like, i i'm sorry no thank you frederick bear is like joe my darling you gorgeous soul and joe's like oh mr bear Hmm." and like laurie's like hey joe what's up and i'm like like no thank you i'm not i'm not about it absolutely not no thank you
2: (laughs) The best reaction I've ever seen.
0: (laughs) He looks like a man, baby. He's like a toddler. He's an infant. Frederick Bear has his life together. He's a world renowned scholar. He's going to California. I love the sun. Sounds good to me. Great. Like, let's go. Awesome. And Lori's like, I live off of my father's money. And that's it. Welcome to my rich house. You'll move from your house two feet over to the left and we'll go (laughs) move right in (laughs) i'm not interested no thank you you think i want to live in the small town in the the countryside of new york for the rest of my life absolutely not laurie no thank you you already went to europe and didn't take me so i'm not really interested in continuing a conversation in which i'm still gonna live next to my mother and i can apparently watch her eat dinner at night wave from my giant 15 person parlor in which, you know, I eat all of my fine dining occasions. We only, they only sit at the one end next to each other and they're like 15 seats. So I guess if I'm really mad at you that day. You know, you sit at one end, I sit at the other and we glare across from each other. But like, no, no, thank you. I'm not interested.
2: You just described Amy's life. <laughs>
0: literally but at least amy got to go to europe and she just could you imagine you look at your childhood home next door and you because they're not gonna move they've got the grandfather's house assumably at the end of the movie the grandfather's dead okay like they don't say that but they're like what are you gonna do in that big house all alone you know so assumably he uh, you know like i I think he's dead. And Amy's got this giant house with just Lori and their soon to be dead infant because they named her Beth.
2: So. I told my husband that part. No kidding. He's like, why the fuck did they do that? I don't know. (laughs) The name's obviously
0: cursed. (laughs) Like, you could have at least named her Bethany, you know? Get, like, slightly off if you kind of want to remember your sister, but, like, also not have a cursed infant. There were some options here. And they were like, no, we'll name her Beth. Maybe she'll die because we couldn't get an abortion.
2: You know what's (laughs) hilarious, though, is my husband has seen, like, I think the 1997 version Little Women. Mm -hmm. Because his sisters made him watch it. And he was like, I actually enjoyed that one. This one, I don't know what's wrong with it.
0: (laughs) When I told people I was going to watch this version, they are like, why didn't you watch the other one? And I was like, I saw Emma Watson and I said, say less. I'll be honest. Jeez.
1: See, anytime anybody watches the, that old one from the mm-hmm. 90s, the instant, oh my goodness, you look like Claire Danes. Yeah, I look like child Claire Danes. I don't have her cheekbones now. <laughs> I always get that I look
0: like, um. I can never remember her name. The only similarities we have is we both have dark hair and that's literally it. We're both white, we have dark hair, and that's the only similarity. I will think of her name, and I'll send it to you on Instagram. I just don't remember, but she's like a singer, and every time I'm like, okay, (laughs) sure, and it's funny because she's like way paler than I am. Like, I'm absolutely covered in freckles, so I look tanner than I am, but it's like the only similarities is we both have black hair, I'm like, all right, sure, yeah, that sounds great to me. (laughs) So then Joe gets the house before she even is with Mr. Bear. They're all walking through it and they're like, how weird, cool, Joe, that you got this gigantic house for no reason. And Joe's like, it'll be a school for boys and girls. And I'm like, that part really irked me in the book because I was like, for what reason would Joe want a school for only boys when all the schools are for only boys? And then in the movie, they're like, boys and girls both deserve a school. And I was like, yeah, yeah, they do. What? Like, why would you make this whole school just for boys? It doesn't make any sense.
2: Yeah. Amy got her hand BDSM'd and you're not going to make a school for girls? Like, what's wrong with you? Literally. A fact. Unless she was, she
1: had been a tutor for girls before that. Yeah.
0: So I really didn't understand why in the book she's like, JK, only boys for Joe. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> oh, brother. Kendra, shush maybe because the next book is joe's voice oh she didn't have that plan when she wrote that part okay like she could have changed it yep um and then mr bears in town and i was like oh i actually like their budding romance and he's literally there one day and he's like he's like i have to leave to go to california And like he leaves and Joe's like, and and Amy's like, you absolute buffoon, you moron, you monster of a human being. Let's go get in the carriage. And Joe's like, oh, what? Oh, what to me? And then Amy's like, get in the freaking carriage right now. We're going to go catch this man because you have no other option. She's like, we're not going to California. I'm not going to sit in a train with you that long. Let's just go get in the car we're gonna go to the station and you're gonna marry this man in three seconds the movie's about to end you know like we've got to wrap <laughs> this up and I like he's like so you can come visit me in california and she's like oh that's nice i don't think i ever will yeah she's like i have no reason to be in california and i am just imagining amy's just like <laughs> yep idiot you love him yeah and then she like so everyone jumps into the carriage. The entire family gets in this very small carriage. And so she's like, let's go. Let's go. And then they, like, rush the train station. Amy pushes Joe out of the, tra- uh, the carriage. I don't even know if the carriage stops by the time Amy kicks her out. And then, like, Joe's, like, looking around. And then Mr. Bear's like, Joe? And Joe's like, Mr. Bear? And then they, <laughs> like, just kiss. And I'm like, okay, sure.
1: Sounds I- good. I did like that they cut back to the publisher and he was like, um, they had pointed it out in the extras that at the very beginning, the publisher tells her, no, these women need to be married or mm-hmm. dead. That is the yeah. only way she's going to work. And so by the time it got to the end, he's like, no, you need to make sure she's married. And and Joe's like, mm, that's not the real story Yeah, because in real life, Louisa did not get married. and mm-hmm. It was, no, that's how this is going to get published she's yeah. married or she's dead and so it cut back to amy yelling at her and they took off to go yeah. i was like oh is that how the story got changed
0: yeah i thought it was funny because i also thought that too like when i found out that these were two originally different i think that she was like oh who has joe met in this entire book that we could possibly go back to and then yeah. she's like i guess mr bear's fine like that works <laughs> for me. And then Mr. Bear, having not seen anybody for three years or written, he's like, hey. Surprise. Surprise. I'm back. I'm just in your weird small town in the country because I'm on business, obviously. And Joe's like, what business? And he goes, the businessy kind. And Joe's like, good enough for me. He's totally here by happenstance. Sounds great. So that happens. And then- you know, now he also runs the school. There's kids running everywhere, all over the house. Um, it, we're uncertain whether, like, the way it's kind of written, it's like maybe Joe didn't actually get married, but, like, this is just a clever cover story. <laughs> so it's like, hmm, okay. Because they make the same actress for Joe play... They don't say Louisa May Alcott. They basically imply that this is Joe, kind of. So they're like, make that same actress be Joe going to the publisher
1: with so another fake name. I was like, wait, what?
0: what? Did she have another fake name? I didn't hear what. Yes, they for said. the
1: for the book.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't like, see well, it what said a name on now? it. Yeah,
1: it did right at the very end when it was getting gold foiled it got stamped
0: okay tell me what it says if you can find it on google because i did not see the name on there
2: i'm 100 percent sure that that ending was not real
0: that he just came
2: to the school and was just teaching there yeah that's what i'm kind of thinking
0: oh it does say louisa may alcott uh it says wait it actually says lm alcott on the book yeah, I found the YouTube clip of it.
1: Okay, good, because for
0: some reason I was like, why is that not L-M? It's really small, so it looks okay. like it's different letters, but okay. if you look really close, it's lm Alcott, So basically, they had Joe also playing lm Alcott to then be like, these. anytime Joe went to a publishing house, it was actually lm Alcott going to the publishing house. So it's really weird because it, it's, it does the thing in the book where it takes you out of the narrative a lot. So knowing that, you're like, what's real? What's fake? Like, how close was this supposed to be to her life? Because I feel like she used her sisters as inspiration, but I didn't think that this was supposed to be a representation of Louisa May Alcott's life. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of weird that they did that at the end to me.
2: Now I feel like it was just her life. Like she was just telling her life story.
0: Yeah, they definitely wanted you to feel that way, but I don't know if that's how it was actually supposed to be. So basically my last note is the bookbinding scene was honestly the most pleasing thing I've ever watched on television. I was like, why is this? It's just so relaxing. And it's just aesthetically pleasing. And now overall opinions i actually really liked the movie i felt like it was a lot better than the book i don't know if i'd ever read the book again but i would probably watch that movie again because i felt like it amped up a lot of the drama of the actual movie or book i meant what'd you guys think
1: i'd rather go back and watch the 1990s one
0: i feel like i need to know what that one's like just because i need to see christian bale trying to be laurie like i just need to know that
1: probably watching this has now ruined it and you're going to be like no no but that's the one that i prefer the actresses were good enough that yes if it was like somebody said hey i'm gonna watch little women will you watch it with me sure
2: yeah it does that all try have both books in it part one and part two or is it just
1: it's both both. they get older
2: is there flashbacks
1: no it doesn't do the flashback linear yes oh that's kind of nice yeah, that's why when it they did the flashbacks for this one, I was like, No, no, and then it kept doing it. No Yeah, I
0: know. I was like, I, I thought started. we were gonna
1: get book binding, cool, flashback, all of that, up to oh look, now we're at book binding. No.
0: See, I was like, I texted Kendra and I was like, Oh, it's only part two? Huh, that's weird. I didn't know that. And she's like and then she's like, Oh, just wait. And I was like Yeah, oh. I
1: messaged her and I was like, Have you watched it yet? No,
0: just wait. Start all they spouting. had to do
2: was put the dates that literally yeah.
0: that's all they had to. it would do. have been so much easier like they gave me one time they're like oh by the way this was seven years ago and you're like okay and then it was like are ping we pong. back to the present now yep
1: ping pong ping pong
0: yeah literally and then i just wish they would have recasted them for the younger age just so you can like visually see oh okay we're in the past now instead they were like you better have read the book and if not this is not going to be a fun thing for you to watch Right. right. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: It's, to have read the book was what made sense of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, like, I liked how uh, Greta did it. So mm-hmm. I now am curious about her other movie, Lady Bird. I have no oh,
2: idea. She,
1: oh,
0: yeah. She, I forgot she wrote Lady Bird.
1: She did Lady Bird. And that's um, the same actress shoot. I already forgot her name. Oh, I can't. It's the name I can't say. It's like Sersha Ronin. With the weird know. spelling. Mm. So the the gal that played Joe is who it plays in Lady Bird.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen Lady Bird yet.
1: Heard yeah, I don't things, even though. remember what it was about
0: because I haven't... I didn't pay attention to it, but I am now curious to watch it. Yeah. Kendra, any final thoughts besides your creepy old men tangent?
2: <laughs> so I like the movie because it dropped all the moral stuff. Mr. Bear was not a hundred and... <laughs> Old man Mr. Lawrence was not as creepy as he was in the book. Although, I'm telling you, my husband got this same vibe. Oh my so, it's not just me, okay? Uh, Lori was nice to look at. He was so scrawny. I would like to see what he'd look like older, like mm-hmm. Mr. Bear's age in the movie, not in the book. Because <laughs> they're not the same. It's not. He lied about his age. Also if we could just replace the moralistic father with not better call Saul that would have made it a hundred times better because yeah he gets uh con artists out of jail so I don't see how that works at all there's no way he could be a minister I know I was like it's a weird choice but all right and they just I felt like he was
0: a little older than I imagined because you know most people in that time frame had kids pretty young so like she should have been max like 40 ish but I feel like because they aged up all the girls when they were so young they had to age up the
2: mom too so the best part in the movie is when Frederick shows up to their house and he tells them that they're going he's going west because they're less particular about immigrants, and the dad is like, "Oh, maybe I should go west because they're less particular about the immigrants." And the wife is like, "Yeah, maybe not because you're not an immigrant. You should just stay home."
0: Yeah, I was like, "Okay, why?" <laughs> That's
2: so random. Yeah, so but random. it kind of showed the mom because you know how she was like, "Oh, I had a temper too when I was your age." It kind of showed her temper there where she was like, oh, man, they're so stupid." Mood. But Yeah, that's all we have for you guys unless you guys have anything else you want to add. <sighs> I'm just glad that the old men did not get what they wanted at the end of this book and movie.
1: <laughs> what Kendra thought they wanted.
2: Literally. Kendra's <laughs>
0: side plot. Anyways. <laughs> Thank you My guys, husband both. thought
2: the <laughs> same thing. I'm pretty, pretty sure thank Aaron- you specifically
0: to Jessica for coming on.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure Aaron would have been like, "Wait a minute. I see where this is going." If he would have finished watching it. "Oh, I kicked him
1: out. I was exactly. like, "Movie's done.
0: Get out of here. You should have waited just to see." <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm screaming. <laughs> All right, well thank you both for coming on and joining me and giving your opinions on the older men and this book uh because kendra's been on a lot jessica where can all the people the internet find you if you want to share any socials or anything
1: Uh, you can find me on instagram at fawnberries underscore
0: books and that'll be in the description and kendra all the internet
2: people i'm at ke radke universe on all platforms and then they also have a combined uh book podcast oh yeah we do this on a monthly basis (laughs) basically what you just witnessed here is their entire podcast so and that's
0: at west coast booksters except on twitter then it's W E booksters i've memorized that i've typed out so much i've memorized your handles now yeah
1: double wc booksters
0: yeah so follow them check out their podcast And we will catch you on the next episode. Not with you guys, but, like, I'll see you guys again. They'll see you when they listen to your podcast. But, yeah, thank you, guys. And we'll catch you all in the next episode. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you all so much for joining me on this episode of the bailey bookish podcast as i said in the beginning we will be reading 1984 next so please be sure to start reading that if you would like to you know not get spoilers um we will also be streaming on friday uh among us so if you want to join chat with me all that fun stuff then head over to twitch.tv um, please consider subscribing to the patreon account it's really, really helpful. I would really, really appreciate it. It's what helps this podcast become a little more than a labor of love, but I would really, really appreciate it. You get show notes, you get um, some bloopers and then eventually I am trying to make some uh, specific episodes for the Patreon account. And I will let you all know on here when that becomes available. Also, if you would like to see anything on Patreon, please do not hesitate to send me a message on Instagram or, you know, comment on one of my posts anywhere, uh, because I do really want to make this something that is kind of a community for you. So whatever you all want to see, let me know, and I will try and make it happen. Um. Yeah, I think that's about all we have. So we will catch you in the next episode. Our logo was designed by my little sister, Sarah. Our theme song is by Raphael Crux on freepd.com. And that's all I have. I will catch you all in the next episode. Bye.